Thank you for joining us for the lessons from First Naz Podcast. God wants us to listen to him and then obey. And even if it takes you to Ecuador or Africa or wherever it is in the world, um, Swaziland. Just heard about Swaziland this morning. We have to obey, don't we? It's not always easy. Jay talked about that last night when God asks us to do something. Uh, but we need to obey and God will help us. And then we will be blessed when we do that. Anyway, so that's a, here's a, these are great stories. Here, here's another one here. Um, one of our, this is from uh, Sudan. Sudan, you know, it's, uh, where's Sudan? Can you tell me where Sudan is? Just north of South America, right? And off to the right. Yeah, there you are. And it's, uh, let's see, we're right there, the blue. It's actually divided into two. There's a southern Sudan now since they made that map there. Uh, okay, here's, here's, uh, this one's from Sudan, just a short one. One of our Jesus Film team leaders went to the home of a neighbor who had different religious beliefs, okay? You know what they, it's the um, Islamic Republic of Sudan is the name of the country. You get the idea there. Um, he took an iPod with him as he shared about Jesus. God opened the neighbor's eyes and he accepted Christ into his heart. This neighbor secretly met with all the Jesus Film team. Sometimes we have to do things creatively. You understand creative access countries exist in the world. And some of those places where it's not easy, people don't make it easy to be a believer or a follower of Jesus Christ. And so in those kind of places, you have to be careful sometimes. You have to be creative sometimes in the way that you follow Jesus Christ. Um, and, and he helps us with those things. I've got four kids. I don't know where they are. I know where two of them are, maybe two kids. There's four little kids that are going to come up and help me. Come on up here, whoever you are, whoever somebody asked you to do. Uh, not teenagers. Uh, yeah, there's two of them right there. And two more over here. Are you? Okay, come on up here. Good. So, so one of the things, I talked about partnership, right? So just get right in the, right in the front here where everybody can see you. There we go. Good. Right here in the middle, right in the middle. You guys are in the spotlight, right? Come on over, come on over. R front and center, there you are. Let everybody see your nice smiley masks. There we are, smiley faces. <clears throat> so we partner with people. The, the Wesleyan Church has something called Bible Story Cards, okay? I'll give you one, here's one for you. Bible Story Cards, these are, there's 50 of these for the Old Testament and 50 for the New Testament. They chose the best the 100 best stories of the Bible. And so they have these nice little cards made up, and you can use these. People love pictures, right? So if you're telling the story, if you can see the picture, it kind of helps to make sense a little bit more. And so, so with these Bible story cards in their hands, they could tell the story. Oh, there's something on the back though, right? What's on the back here? Turn around, let, let them see. There's, there's words on the back. What language is that? What language do you have there? What language is yours? English, okay. What do you have? Oh, that's English, okay. What you must have something different. Oh, English, okay. Okay, these are going to the world, right? For people all around the world to use, and they're all in English. We found out very quickly when we sent these things out, people said, We love the pictures. We can't understand what's on the back here. We don't speak that language, whatever that language is. And so uh, I thought, wow, you know, and the report started coming back into us, and I, I made a phone call up oh, Wesleyan, uh, Wesleyan Publishing House. 
I called them up in Indianapolis and said, hey, you know, we love these cards, but do you have other languages besides English? And they said, oh, yeah. I said, well, well that's great. I said, uh, you know, we've got the English. What else do you have? We have Spanish. Oh, great. You know, that's, that's wonderful. Spanish, that's another popular language around the world. What else do you have? Uh, he said, did I mention English? I said, yeah, we've got the English. He said, that's all we have, English and Spanish. I said, okay, what about the other thousands of languages? Well, nope, we, we don't have those. And, and uh, so I thought, okay, well, we've got to come up with something here. And so, so uh, I said, could we get your permission to do some things, experiment, try some things? He said, oh, sure. So Sandy was on the Internet one day looking at some resources, some Bible resources, and she found out one of the, one of the challenges of these things, they're, they're made out of paper. So when the rainstorms, the monsoons, and all the stuff that comes down uh, around the world, these things just turn to mush. They just kind of disappear. They're, they're ruined. And so the other request, we, don't, we want our language, but, but we also need something that's not going to fall apart. And so, so Sandy saw this uh, resource, and she said, oh, my word, if we could put something on cloth, and so how about you and uh, you get together, and could you hold this piece of cloth here, and the two of you, let's take... You, you're a little taller, and you can take this one here. <clears throat> Open that one up there and spread that one out. All right. So here we've got the, this is the Old Testament. You can see all the Old Testament stories. So all 50 of these Old Testament stories are on this cloth. Guess what? All 50 of the New Testament stories are on this cloth. And we love this cloth because... When it rains, well, guess what? Hold on to it real tight. When it rains, it becomes your umbrella, you know, right over the top, okay? And you can, you can go wherever you want to, and the rain stays off. And then the sun comes back out, dries it off, and you can start telling stories about Jesus again, right? And the whole Bible. So we love these stories because of that. In creative areas, you know, we've got to be creative, trying to come up with some new ways of doing some things. And so one of the ideas that we heard from people saying to us, you know, not only can we use these things, uh, rainstorms, whatever, but also we can do some things where we need to be creative. And so they've taken these kind of things, and let's just, uh, how about you being a model for us, okay? You're right in the middle here. They'll take these things. In some countries, um, you have to be very careful because women, um, all the parts of your body need to be covered, right? So uh, there's special religious reasons for that in some countries. And so the ladies in those countries, they made these things, they sewed them right down to the ground into a dress, okay, that completely, well, almost completely, would you hold this here? Would you hold that there? Almost completely covered them. And there, then they got the head part. And, okay, there we go. Okay, okay, can't, there we go. Show your eyes anyway. Anyway, so now they could go anywhere they want to in that country. And guess what? This, because these ladies have memorized all 100 stories, this has become their wearable Bible, okay? So they can go anywhere they want to in that country telling the stories of Jesus because they're wearing. Guess what they can't do? They can't take their Bible away from them, can they? They can't take this off of this woman because that would go against their religious rules. And so wherever they go, they get to wear the Bible wherever they're at, telling the stories of the Bible. Isn't that a great creative way to use these things? I love it. Anyway, give our kids up here that great hand. They did a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you, kids. 
<clears throat> so we have to be creative. Um, sometimes we do things that work one place, they don't work another place, and so we have to kind of figure that, that out, how it, how it all works. And uh, God gives us ideas, and we've got gotta to take those ideas. So the Lord wants us to use tools. that We partner with people like the Wesleyans, Campus Crusade, showing the Jesus film. By the way, the Jesus film has come out in, in a couple other versions now. They've got the original Jesus film. They've got this one here called Jesus Story for Children. And this one here is, is pretty cool, and I love this one. This is the most popular movie in the whole world, the Jesus film. More people have watched this. It's been translated into more languages than any other film combined. Um, they're, they're now in over 1,800 languages, uh, 1,900. It's changing all the time. It's just going up and up and up. Um, they've got a whole team of people that do nothing but try to translate it, uh, dub it into new languages. And so we, it's very, very powerful that way. But, but this one here, they took the, they said, you know, Jesus, well, they didn't just like adults. He liked children too. And so they said, let's tell the story of Jesus from the perspective of kids. So they told the whole story, the Gospel of Luke, from the, the perspective of children, and the kids are telling the story now in this film here. And it's very, very, oh, I love this one. It's very, very precious uh, how they do it. And, and I'll tell you what, this is, the, this is the most popular movie in the whole world. This is the most requested movie in the whole world to be watched again. More uh, by adults as well. They want to see. I, I want to see this one again. This is the one I want to see over and over again. Um, I love the way they. There's a. Uh, there's a power. The kids do a an, an, uh, an altar call, an invitation at the very end, saying, you know, you've met Jesus now in this film. How about you? Now, would you like to make a decision for your life? So it's a great film to show right here in Lewiston, uh, as well as this one. It's it's God's word. This one here, it's the Gospel of Luke. So basically, everything you see on this film is in your Gospel of Luke in your Bible. Well, there's one other film, too, that we often use around the world, and that's uh, Magdalena. And this is the, this, they did the same thing with the, with the children's version. They said, you know, Jesus loved not just men, but women as well. So let's tell the story of Jesus from the perspective of women. And so Mary Magdalene and her friends, they tell the story, according to Luke, the Gospel of Luke, uh, from their perspective. And so it's a very, very powerful uh, way to look at the Bible and in, in, uh, how God responds to people's needs. And so we, we love partnering uh, with that. Sometimes we show the film on a large screen. I've got two teenagers. Where are you? Two teens that are, there's one, okay, and, and the other one is right here. Come on up. <clears throat> All right, good. You're nice and tall. I like that too. Good. Both of you are tall. Open that thing up. We haven't practiced this, but just kind of open that up, and we'll talk about this, this uh, screen here. Just kind of back up a little bit here, right across the middle. So this is, a, um, this is a screen that you'll often see uh, the Jesus Film teams using all around the world. Uh, it's a very light, it's not too heavy, is it? It's a very lightweight. Uh, it's strong. It's a, it's a, the material, it's just like almost unbreakable. I've, I've, you know, I, I've tried, to, I haven't really tried to break it, but I've, I've tested it anyway, uh, and it doesn't. It doesn't, you know, it's made out of the same material that they use for parachutes. Anybody here ever jumped out of a plane? Anybody? Uh, right here? All right. You and I are the survivors, I guess. We're the only ones that made it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but the rest of us here, this is, this is a very strong material, in other words. Um, and so we like this because of one other quality. Just step forward a little bit. Let me walk right behind you. Um, we like it for this quality here. When we, show the, when we show, who's on the screen here? When we show Jesus, yeah, on the screen, what you're seeing here is the same thing I'm seeing back over here. Okay, 
So the Jesus film gets shown and projected on both sides of this. It's this I don't know what the material is, but it allows the same image to show through with the same clarity, the same resolution, brightness, and everything on, on both sides. What, what's the advantage of that? More people, what? More people can watch it up close, right? You can get closer if you're on both sides, right? So instead of, say, a thousand people on one side, you can get 500 up closer to watch Jesus on, on both sides, okay? So, so we love that because we want people to see Jesus. Because at the very end of the film, what do we do? We invite people to invite Jesus into their heart. Where did they find Jesus? They met Jesus on the screen, maybe for the first time they've ever heard of him. And we invite them to come to Jesus. Where do they come? They come and stand on both sides of the screen because that's where they just met Jesus. And they, we pray with them. They raise their hands. They do something to, to commit that their lives are being now changed forever by Jesus Christ. And they repent of their sins, invite Jesus to come into their heart because they're believing in him. Because they've just met him on the screen. It's a wonderful thing to see, to see happen. And so this is a very powerful tool. This is another tool that we use to try to help people to understand who Jesus is and how he can connect and change their lives forever. So we love using the big screen. Okay, thank you very much. You guys can have a seat. Thank you. Give them a hand. They, did, they and the kids did a great job. When we use this screen, I mean this, yeah, the big screen here, um, it often, I want to show you a, a video real quick now of how we use this, this, uh, this, this type of a screen. And I want you to see this because this is um, a, a short clip of when we use the Jesus film to show for the very first time to a group of people called the Gamo, G-A-M-O, the Gamo people in southern Ethiopia. They've got some good coffee there too, Perry. Um, but uh, but in, in southern Ethiopia, the Gamo people had never before, they'd never seen a movie before, okay? So this is the first time they've ever watched a movie, and now they're going to see Jesus at the same time that they've ever seen a movie. And so watch what happens when that, when that takes place. and I were asked to be a part of uh, starting the projector for the first showing of this Jesus film. Just to know that there's people here who have never heard of Jesus and now they're going to get to see him and hear him talk in their own language. That's the amazing part to me. And I was just awestruck by the number of people that were present. Probably we would guesstimate about 4,500 people came to the premiere, and we were just blown away by the number. For these people to see Jesus speak in their own Gamo tongue for the first time has got to be a great experience. Boy, seeing the Jesus film, 
here in this country is just mind-blowing. They were so focused, they hardly moved. Their eyes were just glued to the screen. It's just, it just takes your breath away to see the emotion that the people feel, but also the, the emotion that it brings out in my heart to see it for the first time in this environment. I thought, you know, God is really speaking to them. They're not watching a movie. They're having an experience with Jesus Christ. He's speaking to their hearts, and they're responding. They were just moved. You could hear them groaning when things would happen. I remember seeing some of the wailing and the children just sobbing and crying. They just took my breath away. Just realized what Jesus, the pain and suffering that he did for us. Was it just a little too much to bear? first gentleman stepped out, it's as though they all came. We were excited to see so many come, and most of them young men. What is more of a blessing than seeing people come to the Lord, you know? <laughs> I can't I cannot think of anything better. Well, I can't think of anything better either than to help somebody to know Jesus, maybe for the first time or for a second or the hundredth time, but to invite Jesus Christ into their heart to make a challenging, life-changing difference in their life. What a blessing that is to be able to do that for somebody else. And we use tools. We use the Jesus film. Uh, last night we talked about some of the, film, the tools that we use uh, with colors. Um, and, and people like to... Oh, sorry. Um, <coughs> uh, sometimes we, we use uh, dodgeballs, soccer balls. Uh, I better not throw the baseball, but uh, hacky sacks. Um, uh, we use, you know, different things that have colors on them. I mean, there's, there's uh, shoes that have come with the five colors. Now, uh, each one of the colors, you'll learn from somebody who was here last night, if you don't know already, what the colors mean. But each of these tools are helpful in telling someone this wonderful salvation story that Jesus has for us. And it can be something like a scarf that, that people are making. They're making uh, like these quilts, baby quilts. Uh, somebody, somebody in North Carolina sent me a I call it an Evangia bag because of the five colors on it. Uh, but inside, I knew there was something, and I pulled it out, and it was our very first Evangia bear, <laughs> a little teddy bear. 
Uh, so you can use anything that you want to if it's got those five colors to tell the story of Jesus using the colors. Uh, there's, there's headbands that, that people have. There's, uh, somebody last night came up to me and thought this was a little hat. And I said, well, it's, you know, it looks like that. I thought it was a hot, you know, a hot pad thing. You, know, you put your whatever, your skillet or something on it. And I wrote to the lady in, in Maryland that sent this to me and she made it. And she said, oh, no, it's not, it's not a hot pad. I said, what is it? She said, it's a Frisbee. I said, it's a Frisbee? She said, yeah, try it. I thought, okay, all right, okay, Perry, I don't know if I can get this back to you or not, but here, here we go. Oh, I didn't make it that far. But <clears throat> it's a Frisbee, okay? So you can have fun while you tell people about, about Jesus. Uh, there's all kinds of things that people are, I don't know what that one is, but um, uh, book, maybe a book bag, I'm not sure. Um, here's hats. Uh, somebody in Oregon made this hat and uh, sent it to me. Uh, so it, the idea is use the colors to let people know the wonderful plan of salvation, and, and, it, and it works. Um, so little things, people are, there's a lady in Ohio that buys these little, what are these, plush toys or something, buys them in yard sales, and she makes these little vests out of them uh, and, and dresses them up. Become a, it becomes like an Evangia Beanie Baby or something like that. Uh, little tiny ones and, and all kinds of... Evan, here's like an Evangia truck that somebody made down in Brazil. They sent this to me from Brazil. Uh, kids down there. The girls down there, they sent me this one too. The girls are making Evangia dolls and the boys are making the trucks. So all those kind of tools are things that we can use to be able to pass on the message of salvation to people. Simple things. And, and whatever God comes up, somebody, somebody came up with this idea of a pencil the other day, and they sent this pencil. How about this? And they said, it's already yellow. We thought we'd just add the four colors. They use electrical, uh, electrical tape to make, make the other four colors on there. I thought, okay, that's perfect. Guess what we're doing with the pencils, Evangia pencils? We're sending them to Bangladesh, where we have schools for the kids over there who don't, can't afford to, the parents who can't afford to send their kids to the regular schools, they send them to our Nazarene schools. These are Hindu and Muslim kids, and at that school, they're provided them with a, with a pencil, an Evangel pencil, and they're taught what the colors mean. Those kids go home to their parents, and they tell them the story of Jesus at home, and their parents get to hear about how the wonderful saving grace of Jesus Christ. So somebody, whoever came up with that idea, um, it's being used around the world. Um, you know, we've got uh, uh, DVDs and, and little cameras and projectors that we're now using uh, to tell the story. Uh, we've got uh, tools, uh, rechargeable things. Oh, here's a cool one here. This is a brand new one that we're using. This is called Lightstream. And this is a, just a small little thing that fits in your pocket. They're, it's a little portable Wi-Fi. And so they're carrying these things on trains. They get on at the beginning of the line and they ride it all the way to the end, maybe a couple hours uh, further, as people are going to work and coming back in places like India and other places around the world. And, they're, and on this thing is the Jesus film. And so they put a little sign up in the window of the train as they get on, they, and they have this thing already turned on in their pocket, and they say, Wi-Fi available here. And people are saying, Wi-Fi on this train? We've never had Wi-Fi before. And they plug into their phones because everybody's got a cell phone, and all of a sudden they're picking up this thing, and what's on it? Well, it's the Jesus film in their language. And so they're listening to the Jesus film as they're going to work, and people are hearing the gospel for the very first time as they're on their way to the work, uh, work, workplace there. So it's a tool that we can use in many different, uh, the gospel is, is we can use the different tools to let people know how wonderful he is. You know, faith promise, that, that's, that's, 
that's just a, a name that we talk about to be able to help us accomplish what Jesus Christ has commissioned us and challenged us to do around the world. And so on a Sunday like this, we kind of put emphasis on faith from us, but it's something that we do all year round. And as Roberta said, this is not something that just goes on today. This has been going on by you folks faithfully every Sunday of the year, whether you met in church or not. You've been giving to help support the work of the Church of the Nazarene and Christians all around the world. Thank you from a Nazarene missionary. Thank you for what you've done to make the gospel come alive to people who've never had the opportunity, perhaps like you have here, to be able to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for also for being faithful to God, to listen to God, and then to obey what he says to do. May God bless you folks here in Lewiston and around the world as we work together to change the world for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you very much, John. As uh, he mentioned, today is our Faith Promise Sunday. Faith Promise is about us committing, praying to the, uh, find out what the Lord would have us give toward missions for the year to come. And so today, as part of what we're doing, we're asking you to consider what the Lord might call you to give over the coming year to missions. And you have in your pew there, there's these cards that are our Faith Promise cards. And we would, we would like to uh, challenge you to make a commitment to see what the Lord would have you give. When, when we talk about faith promise, we're talking about giving above and beyond our tithe, our regular, our regular uh, giving uh, that comes out of 10% of what we earn. We're talking about above and beyond that. And so we, we challenge our, our folks in the Church of the Nazarene. We believe so strongly in the work, the missions work of our church that we want to give above and beyond our tithe to help fund the... Our, our, our church's mission. And so our church, uh, Roberta mentioned 164, 164 world areas that we're in currently. We're in a number of areas uh, like the U.S. where it, this is a world mission area, but we're in places around the world that we can't mention. We're in places where, as John mentioned, we have to enter creatively and our missionaries go as people working normal types of jobs, not as missionaries, but they go on purpose in order to preach the good news about Jesus. We have uh, missionaries that go like us. We went as volunteers, and we benefited greatly because people like you were giving to, to the work of the church around the world through the World Evangelism Fund. Our World Evangelism Fund helps fund the mission. It helps fund uh, our, our global ministry center, but then we have, uh, I, I can't remember the numbers now, I think we have about 700 missionaries on the, on the field these days. About half of those are global missionaries, missionaries who receive a salary and some of their benefits through the World Evangelism Fund. Is that close to right? Uh, and, and then we have a bunch of missionaries that serve like we did as volunteers and raising their own support. I tell you what, as a volunteer, it was really nice that all the, the funds that came to our account, our support account from people like you giving monthly to, to support our missionary, because we were with the Church of the Nazarene, we, we received 100% of that. Most missionaries that go raising their own support, they give a portion, sometimes a large portion, up to 30% of what they raise for their own personal support goes to support the organization. 
as Nazarene volunteers, we received 100% of the giving that was given to, to our support account, and that's a huge blessing. So we support, through our World Evangelism Fund, we support our, our global missionaries who, who receive a salary. We support our volunteer missionaries. And then we support the ongoing church of the work of, uh, the, work of the Church of the Nazarene to, to spread the good news using tools like John has mentioned through uh, the um, Jesus Film partnership that we have. I worked, our office was right next door to the, the national coordinator for, for Jesus Film in Ecuador, and he had lots of these tools. I recognize the, the Evangel Cube that he, he had in his office. He had hats all over in his office that he would spread out. When we would go to, to uh, churches with work and witness teams, we would take tools like this. Last night, John went through the colors with the group. I noticed it was our teens and our children who knew all of the colors. All of us adults were sitting around saying, now uh, that color, okay, white's got to be like forgiven and and our kids knew the colors. And uh, Rosalie, my, my oldest daughter, she knew uh, what green was. Green was the last color to be identified. And all of us kind of, there was a, a hush over the room when it came time to identify green. And, and Rosalie piped up, it's about our new growth in Christ. And uh, I asked her, how did you know that? Well, when we were in Hama on the coast of Ecuador with the Work and Witness team, our missionary, Shirley Fisher, shared the gospel using, using these, uh, one of these tools. And it had stuck, oh, a bracelet, Rosalie's indicating, with bracelets. They made bracelets as part of it and shared the gospel. And that has stuck with Rosalie. That was over two years ago. No, it was like three years ago right now that we were in Hama during Rosalie's spring break. And so the... This is this is what we support uh, with with our when we support our World Evangelism Fund, which is a major portion of what we do with our Faith Promise dollars. We also, with our Faith Promise, we we fund the work that our local NMI Council Missions Council decides to fund, and so we we hope we're praying we're we're very hopeful that this year we'll be able to send another working witness team a, a working witness team somewhere internationally. Uh, by God's grace, we believe that that. Uh, the world's going to open up to travel, and we'll be able to send a team to some other part of the world to to do service. Typically, when we send a work and witness team, we send about $10,000 to cover building expenses. Sometimes our NMI council tries to help our participants uh, with some of the costs that, of their travel. Uh, we, we try to scholarship some people if we can. And uh, we also have other other projects that we like to support. We, we can support things like um, Jesus Film Harvest Partners. There, there's a month of the year that our denomination chooses to, to take an offering. And often in our local church, we don't take offerings every month for a special emphasis, but our NMI council can just say, we want to support this. And because you are faithful to give with your, with your faith promise, we're able to fund offerings like that. And so thank you for your, for your faithfulness. So you have this card. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to uh, consider what God might call you to, to give, or whether it be a weekly, uh, monthly, or a twice-monthly gift, and uh, to write it down in there, and then to total it up and figure out what that would be for the year. 
If you'd like to put your name on that, uh, you're welcome to. And then tear off the part that has the spot for the name and drop it in our offering box. Or we have another box in the foyer that's uh, got one of these cards taped to it. And you can see that's a spot to drop your, your Faith Promise pledge card. Nobody is going to be, to be calling you and saying, hey, I noticed you haven't paid your Faith Promise pledge yet. Uh, we won't be billing you. We won't be sending out a, a statement to let you know where you're at. We just want uh, you to to be able to, to 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 give an account for what you believe God is calling you to give, and it will help our NMI council as well to plan for the future, to to do what our NMI council has in mind for the the year to come. They're looking to raise uh, from about thirty to thirty five thousand dollars this year for faith promise, and they would be able to, to manage more than that as well. So don't feel limited. Don't feel like you're limited, that you can't give more than, than 40,000 this year to missions. And, and um, again, as your, as your pastor, I'm just blown away by your generosity and your faithfulness to give in this way. As Roberta mentioned, there wasn't a faith promise event last year, and you just kept giving to missions because you're so awesome. And because God has, has called you and given you the ability to do it, and you just continue to faithfully give. And so thank you. Thank you for that. If you want to fill out this thing now, we don't have pencils or pens in the pews these days. What a world we live in. Uh, if you need a pen or a pencil, um, ask your neighbor for a pen or a pencil in their bottle of hand sanitizer. And... Um, then we won't be passing any germs as we as we fill out our our faith promise cards. If you if you would like to hang on to this for a week and just pray about Lord, what would you have me give to missions this year? You are welcome to do that. You can drop it in the offering box next week or the week after. And you know what? Even if you don't drop one of these in and you give to Faith Promise, uh, the 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 money will still go to Faith Promise when you give. Uh, by the way, when you give via our electronic means, there is a, a way to just um, kind of like designate funds specifically toward Faith Promise. That always means missions. So it, when you give digitally, you can uh, click the box that says Faith Promise. And uh, we give via check. We're old school. So I don't know exactly how that works. I apologize. Uh, but uh, and then when you write when you write a check, to the, um, if you write in the memo, if you want to just write one check with your tithe and your your faith promise, you could just like write in the memo telling our 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 people that count the offering how much goes to to which, and if you want to give cash, we we also have envelopes available through. If you talk to Pastor Bill, he's always available to give you an envelope, and you can just write on the envelope as well. Uh, this goes specifically to Faith Promise because if you don't des if you don't let us know. Cash just goes uh, to our, our general fund for the church. So uh, you got if you give cash, you got to let us know. So uh, those are the housekeeping things, and that's kind of what, what we're about. Do I need to say anything else, Roberta? Did you want to come up and, and add? <laughs> that's my sister, and I get to give her a hard time. So... Uh, I think that's I think that's all we should say about about giving. I want to just say one thing though before we go. I want to say one thing about what John has shared. John has shared how important how how easy it is if we if we have a tool if we have a tool like this to talk about like 
uh, once we were lost in darkness and our sin kept us away from God and then Jesus shed his blood on the cross and he forgave us and and instead of being uh, lost and, and away from God, we were clean and able to enter God's presence and we we grow in in this faith until the day that we die and we enter into this place that the Bible describes as having streets of gold. Imagine like there's just so much so much wealth, so much goodness that it's like the streets are made of gold and and we will one day be in God's presence and we'll be like so blessed. We'll be like, man, the things I thought were precious on earth I'm now are like I'm walking on them. And, uh, and so it's so easy to use tools like these. May I just say that your testimony, your story about like I was, I was far from God and, and I met Jesus your testimony ma- matters, and uh, and your obedience to God matters. Your obedience to to hear God's voice and to do what God says that that is then your testimony. Like we were we were working a, a great job. We were we were being obedient to God as pastors, and then we heard God call us to the mission field, and then God blessed us in amazing ways. It wasn't easy to be on the mission field, but God blessed us in amazing ways, and God continues to bless us now as we get to pastor my sister, and uh, it's, uh, it's amazing how God, it, our testimony matters, uh, and being ready, ready to share our testimony and to speak. Missions in, in the Church of the Nazarene, we talk a lot about missions as as our giving and what we're doing around the world, and it is so, so important, and we are doing great work as a church in, in the, around the world. But missions also is, is our lifestyle and our, our readiness to say, you know how God's blessed me this week, and, uh, and to recognize when somebody is having a bad day and say, hey, can I pray for you? And to, to be ready in season and out of season, the Bible says, to, to share uh, the good things that God is doing in us and around us and has done for us, that stuff matters, and that is missions. That is that is the mission of the Church of the Nazarene. And so as, as you give, as you consider how God would use you, uh, we, are, we are all called to be missionaries, to, to spread the good news about Jesus. And so, um, so you, can, you can give, but it, and, and I hope you do, but it doesn't take, take your responsibility for missions uh, and, and put it in the offering box. Your responsibility for missions is, is your life. Um, and so let's go do it, huh? <laughs> Should we go do it? Should we go live another week in the mission field and, uh, and be ready uh, to, to give a reason for the hope that we have? Why don't we go do it? Why don't you stand up and uh, I'll pray for you and we'll, we'll go. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for the opportunity we have this morning to, to hear some good stories about what, what you're doing in countries that like we don't even know where they are. And uh, we, we are amazed, God, that you're just as there as you are here. And we're amazed, God, that you are moving powerfully there and Lord, we we want to continue to support that, and we want to we want to give financially to help the the harvest workers that you have all over the world. And we pray, Lord, that every dime that that we give would just be multiplied for your kingdom's sake around the world. 
that every every bit that we give to to do the work of of the mission of the church around the world that you would just like exponentially multiply it so that it would go further and do more and that our missionaries would have enough and our church leaders would have more than enough and and that we would be looking for creative ways to to do new things for your kingdom all over the world because of the giving of Lewis and First Naz. But Lord, we also pray that you would be preparing us as missionaries to go into the Lewis Clark Valley and to share the good news, share the good news that you have, have met us God, you have met us and you have transformed us and you are working in our lives and you are active in this world and you have not left us alone and we are your children and we, Lord, are are trying to obey you and follow you and you just keep working on us and we love it, Lord. Keep working on us, we pray. Keep moving in our hearts and help us to be ready, Lord, to share the good things that you're doing. We pray your blessings on John and Sandy as they continue to do the work that you've called them to do. Thank you for their lives of obedience. I thank you, God, for our NMI counsel, for Roberta and her leadership with them. And I pray that you would bless them with new creativity and excitement for the work that you've called them to do here among us at First NAS. And I pray that you would you would just uh, you would bless them in new and exciting ways. For, for their obedience and faithfulness to serve you. And Lord, uh, as we go, go with us. We know you will. Help us, Lord, to, to go with you and to have our eyes open to the ways you're working ahead of us so that we can be ready, Lord. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You are dismissed.